Hello and welcome to another episode of the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast, powered by StatRoute, the best site for your fantasy stats research. My name is Ryan Skullrude, and uh, as you can probably tell by the voice, I'm a little bit under the weather, uh, but I did want to make sure, it's been about a week, I want to make sure we got an episode in, kind of go over kind of our thoughts on the news, um, give a, a couple of announcements on what's uh, still going on with the website. And as we get closer to the NFL draft, when this episode airs on Thursday, it will officially be four weeks, 28 days until round one of the NFL draft. And to prepare, uh, to my wife's chagrin, I will be watching uh, draft day with Kevin Costner just about every day for the next you know month or so. So, um, so. Uh, to get beyond that, a uh, couple quick announcements. We are um, going to be pretty soon putting up the pre-sale for our draft kits. Uh, right now, we are we are working on um, on brainstorming, trying to figure out exactly what all is going to be in them. Uh, we have a good idea of how we want to structure it. So uh, once we have that done, we will uh, we will put up a pre-sale. We are going to do a PDF version, a one-time download. Uh, that you guys can download and just have on your computers. Um, and then we will also be doing a, um, a version that will be on the website that will be continually updated depending on um, injuries, uh, you know, rankings, things that change that uh, you can't necessarily, you know, find when you, you know, download the PDF. Uh, the PDF obviously is going to be much cheaper than the, than the live version that will be able to be refreshed all the time. So... Uh, but just to let you guys know, that's where we're at with that. Uh, continue. I hope you guys continue coming to the website with all these draft profiles that we have uh, we have been putting out. Uh, it's been amazing to see um, how much you guys have been loving these. Just, I mean, it, the the traffic on the website's been phenomenal. I want to thank you guys for supporting us and for and for you know the fact that you guys actually appreciate what we're trying to do to help you guys out with, especially with your dynasty leagues. Uh, for those of you that play Dynasty and are you know trying to know what's what's coming from these guys uh, in the NFL draft, uh, we are we're in the process of of pumping out as many of these um, draft profiles as possible. I want to say we've got about thirty of them on the site so far, and working to get more. So, um, yeah, I think that's it. So what we will do, it's going to be a little bit again. My throat's a, a little. Uh, a little out of it tonight so we'll basically just kind of cover some of the news from the past week um and then we'll call it a night but uh, again thank you guys for for taking the time to listen and let's go ahead and uh, get into the headlines today's headlines all right well what we're going to start off with is uh talk a little bit about geronimo allison has signed a one-year deal with the packers or 2.8 million uh included a seven hundred fifty thousand dollars signing bonus I like the I like Geronimo Allison. I think he's a very talented receiver if he can stay on the field. I, it's kind of the same issue that uh, that uh, the Packers were were having with Randall Cobb, who is now with the Cowboys. But if Allison can stay healthy, he is a guy who can put up really good numbers in an offense with Aaron Rodgers throwing to him. A great secondary option uh, behind Devontae Adams. So definitely a guy to watch. Possible sleeper. Um, coming into this season, again, depending on if he can stay healthy. 
on uh, Dynasty News and NFL NFL Draft News. Um, there's a, a guy on here who is comparing. He says a, a legitimate comparison can be made between A.J. Green and Iowa State wide receiver Hakeem Butler. Um, just to kind of give a, a little comp, uh, if you go to our, the website, you, uh, skulkingfootball.com, you can actually find, um, go to the 2019 draft profiles page. You'll be able to scroll down to the wide receivers and find Hakeem, uh, Hakeem Butler's draft profile. But uh, just doing a quick uh, thing, uh, Hakeem Butler, let's see, he is 6'5", 227 pounds, runs a 4'48", 40-yard dash, 18 uh, reps on the bench press. Compare that to, uh, to A.J. Green, 6'4", 210. So he's a little bit, um, Butler's a little bit heavier, about an inch taller. But run about they run about the same, uh, the same forty. AJ Green, I want to say, ran a four five um, at his combine. So definitely, definitely, the size and speed is is very comparable. The athleticism, you know, we'll kind of have to wait and see. But I I like Hakeem Butler. I like what he can do. Is uh, you know a lot of people talk about breakout age. It's a little late. Yes, the you know the thing about Hakeem Butler lost his mom early uh, early in his life to cancer. Moved uh, moved in with his cousins down in Texas and. Just kind of had a rough go of it, uh, trying to get, you know, found a, a, an outlet in football and finally was given a shot. And when he did, you know, he was absolutely phenomenal. Averaged almost 20, I think it was right around 22 yards per reception uh, at Iowa State his senior year. So uh, definitely a guy worth looking at, uh, especially in Dynasty drafts this year. Uh, Pierre Garçon is weighing all options. And while he may want to, or while he may wait to sign somewhere a bit, the Chiefs are a team worth looking at um i know that the chiefs i believe still have sammy watkins however they did lose chris Connolly to the jags so that's again somewhere to somewhere something to watch there not that i think that garcon's going to do a whole lot it is a high-powered offense but Connolly, for the most part was really only um viable when both sammy watkins and tyreek hill were were unavailable so and the big Gronk, the big announcement from this last week, this past weekend, Rob Gronkowski retiring. Um, I can actually say I never owned Rob Gronkowski in a single fantasy league I've ever played in because he was always too dang expensive. Um, Gronk was an absolute beast. Uh, he is a, a, a an amazing character in the NFL. He he should have a great um, a great career in the WWE. To be completely honest, should be a whole lot of fun to watch that. Um, but just an absolute monster. I think he is a first ballot Hall of Famer with the the amount of numbers that he put up, um, and to think how much better, how much more he would have put up if he could have stayed healthy. Um, so. Uh, congratulations to Rob Gronkowski and just a phenomenal career. And uh, many of us who are not Patriots fans will not miss you. So, <laughs> uh, The Raiders are working on both Kyler Murray and Dwayne Haskins this next week. Definitely interesting. We're, we're still waiting to, to kind of see what the Kyler Murray to Arizona thing is going to look like, if it's actually going to happen. Um, I still think that it's it's quite strongly going. I'm I'm pretty sure that's going to be the pick. 
Um, and we'll kind of get to a little bit about uh, what's going on there in a little in a little while. Uh, definitely interesting that Dwayne Haskins is uh, is another guy that they're looking at. I think that Haskins would benefit from a year or two behind Carr, um, and then maybe the Raiders can move on from Carr for that. So definitely interesting. And who knows? Maybe it's just lighting a fire, you know, trying to light a fire underneath uh, Derek Carr's butt to 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 get a little better. Uh, more NFL draft kind of comparisons and stuff. Um, according to Graham Barfield, uh, Alabama running back Josh Jacobs lacks flashy stats and workout metrics. Uh, he's just the ta- he's a trust the tape prospect. Excellent scouting report from on Jacobs from uh, Graham Barfield. We've done a little bit of looking into Josh Jacobs. I have not looked at much of his tape uh, myself. We do have a draft profile up there on the website on SkullKingFootball.com from uh, Anthony Hagee. I, I think that's how you actually say his last name. Sorry, Anthony, I haven't actually met you in person. We've done all of our uh, correspondence online, but Anthony is one of our new wide receiver writers, or sorry, new running back writers, and he just finished a, a draft profile on Josh Jacobs that is up on the website now. Uh, make sure to go check that out. Uh, but uh, there are some somewhat comparisons to uh, like an Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara, though, had absolutely phenomenal just workout stats. His explosiveness, his spark score uh, were just off the charts. Josh Jacobs isn't necessarily that kind of a guy. Um, he manages to find the holes. Um, one comparison I've seen is that he could possibly go to Tampa Bay and be uh, – Bruce Arians' new David Johnson, which I think would be an, a very interesting role and could be a possibility there. Uh, David Johnson, is again, hasn't always been the flashiest, pretty quick, um, but definitely a guy that, you know, Josh Jacobs could be comparable there. So, GM John Lynch said running back Jarek McKinnon will be on the team past April 1st and fits into the 49ers' plan for this season. We'll see how that goes. Uh, we'll see if Jarek McKinnon can stay healthy this next year. Uh, struggled a little bit with the with the injuries this year, and I believe, yeah, it was an ACL, and as far as I'm seeing, he is, let's see, he is getting ready. Um, I haven't seen anything really, really recent. As far as I know, um, he will be ready for uh, workouts and stuff coming up uh, uh, towards training camp. So, uh, Agent Drew Rosenhaus says that JHI's visit with the Colts last week went well, but obviously no agreement reached yet. Uh, says he is maintaining discussions with the Eagles. Expects Ajayi to be ready for the start of the season. Probably not much before that, which is understandable. It's another another ACL injury. Um, I think it's, I think it's interesting to see him uh, going to the Colts considering that they have Mac and Heem Hines. Um, obviously that's, that's two different, you know, they're two different characters, but I think that they play well off each other. I just, I don't know that Ajayi necessarily fits into that. And if he does, you know, what's the split? Get, what would the split be between Ajayi and Mac? So, I think that I think he'll probably stay with Philadelphia at this point. Um, but that's just just kind of what I'm looking at. Uh, 
the Bucks GM says that Chris Godwin can play the quote Larry Fitzgerald role. Uh, I can't really call Chris Godwin a sleeper this year. We were, I mean, we were all over him last year. I don't know if if you followed Skulking Football last year, you'll remember that we had Chris Godwin. I want to say in our waiver wire pickups because he was owned in less than 50% of leagues, I believe on ESPN and Yahoo. Uh, we had him in our pickup of the week for what? Eight out of tw- eight out of 12 weeks, I think was the stretch. Um, he played really, really well. I mean, for the most of the season, he was hovering right around wide receiver 25 to 30. He has a nose for the end zone um, with now with Deshaun Jackson gone. He is the number two behind, well, and Adam Humphreys is gone too, who is in the slot, which is a lot of what Chris Godwin was doing and where I think that he really excels. So with both uh, Jackson and um, and Humphreys gone, I think that, that Godwin's in, in, in a spot to really excel this year. Again, I don't think you can call him a sleeper. I think there's enough people on him that his his stock will rise. That uh, he you could get him at a value if you're in a league that maybe you know some people have forgotten about him a little bit. So definitely a guy to watch for this next season. Uh, Pat Shermer wants to find Eli Manning's successor sooner rather than later. Look for the Giants to draft a quarterback this year, probably with that number seven pick. Um, we'll see what which quarterback is there at that point um you know with murray possibly going one um yeah the oakland raiders four the giants six um i don't see i don't see the the 49ers at two or the jets at three going for a quarterback unless they trade out of those spots tampa bay at five probably won't take a quarterback because they've got Jameis winston um, but they may—I mean—they may take a quarterback. Um, you know, Jameis Winston is on the last year of his rookie deal, so that could be the thing. They've got—you know—Bruce Arians is a new coach there, and then you've got again the Giants at six. Um, and if you know, who knows? Maybe if they feel that they can—they can wait until seventeen to pick up a quarterback, or maybe use that pick to to move up as well. So, um. I definitely, you know, the the Giants are going to take a quarterback early this draft. I can almost, I, I would say that that's almost a, a foregone conclusion just because they need one. Uh, Doug Marone, getting to Chris Connolly that we talked about earlier from the Chiefs. Uh, now on the Jags, Chris's best football hasn't even come yet. Uh, hashtag Jaguars. Uh, I think that he could excel in that offense. Again, we've got Nick Foles, new quarterback. Uh, Marquise Lee is coming back from injury. We'll see kind of how the running game plays out this year. Leonard Fournette supposedly is completely on board now. But again, we'll kind of see how the how the offense can kind of all come together, especially with the new quarterback. So uh, moving on. Uh, Brother Gruden, Jay Gruden, expects Darius Geis with his torn ACL to be back as a full go for training camp. Uh, For those of you who hadn't seen uh, a few weeks ago, Darius Geis has already posted uh, videos of him running at full speed. 
and so he should be back ready to go for the new season uh and i hope that i hope that he can get it going so uh, Pete Carroll said that Doug Baldwin will have a sports hernia surgery on April 4th. As earlier reported, he gave no real estimated time, uh, no ETA for when Baldwin will be healthy, other than to say he has some challenges to overcome to get healthy. I kind of wonder if the Seahawks may be looking at drafting, um, you know, maybe spend a somewhat early pick. Now, I think they've only got four, and they, I, they have, what is a like 20, the number 20 pick or something like that which they are going to have to trade down. Um, they're going to be collecting more picks from that. So we'll definitely see where they go. But I think I could see possibly a wide receiver being picked uh, somewhere in the, those mid to late rounds with, uh, with one of their picks. So uh, as far as Doug Baldwin goes, we'll kind of see. It's a, it's a wait and see on him to see how healthy he is going into the season. Uh, if he's not healthy like he was this past season, uh, means great things for Tyler Lockett also. Um, Doug Marone, back to the Jags, Marquise Lee uh, is expected to return late in the preseason from his ACL uh, surgery. You know, again, just a lot of things going on with ACLs, just not knowing who's going to be ready when. So something to watch for. Uh, the from talking to the Redskins coach Jay Gruden, the Skins are going to take a hard look at the top quarterbacks. They have Case Keenum. Um, trying to remember how long his uh, contract is for. All right, look at that. Okay, so he's got one signed a one-year, three-point-five million-dollar contract with the Redskins. So that is all he's got. And then um, what they've got Colt McCoy as a backup. Um, who else? They've got Alex Smith, who who knows if he's ever going to be able to walk again with the uh, the nasty uh, uh, break of his leg. So um, I can see the Redskins looking at looking at a um, at a quarterback in this draft. I mean, they're at pick they're at pick number fifteen. Um, there's going to I mean, there's a bunch of quarterbacks in this draft. We'll have to see kind of where where they're at. Um, you know, kind of who's going where. There's, I mean, there's a couple of sort of desperate quarter uh, quarterback situations. Um, let's see. So we talked about the Giants at six, uh, Broncos at ten, Bengals possibly at eleven. Um, you know, we'll kind of see Andy Andy Dalton's getting up there in years a little bit. Uh, dealing with some injuries. The Miami Dolphins at 13, they're definitely going to need a new quarterback soon because they only signed uh, they signed Ryan Fitzpatrick, but he's not a long-term solution, obviously. Um, and then the Redskins at, uh, at 15. So, you know, there's probably going to be a quarterback available to them. We'll see what's left. So, uh, back to, let's see. All right, to the the Browns, um, Coach Nagy talking about Jordan Howard. Howard has a role, but the Bears are open to trading Jordan Howard. I think it would be best for Jordan Howard and for fantasy players everywhere if the Bears traded him to a better situation. They just They just didn't use Jordan Howard well. I mean, just running him up the gut over and over and over again 
and using Tariq Cohen as a, as just a, a scat back type. I mean, yeah, it kind of worked somewhat, but it didn't work for Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard was averaging like two and a half, three yards a carry every game. Got a couple games where he, you know, was able to break some nice rolls, but when you just keep hammering him up the middle and don't let him use any wiggle around the outside, I mean, no one's going to really have a whole lot of success. So, um, I I hope that the Bears actually trade him. It means we couldn't call him the brother bear um, anymore. But, um, you know, I think I want to see Jordan Howard traded. I want to see him in a better situation where he can be in a better spot to succeed where a team isn't going to give up on him so quick. So, Mike Zimmer has said that he chatted with Kyle Shanahan uh, about Kirk Cousins and came away from that conversation confident that Cousins is going to have a great season. Um, the offense with Gary Kubiak is going to be really good for him, Zimmer said of Cousins. Um, so yeah, we'll kind of we'll kind of see. Obviously, Kyle Shanahan worked with Kirk Cousins and um, in Washington uh, with the Redskins. It'll be interesting to see what Cousins can do uh, with Gary Kubiak uh, as his offensive coordinator. It'll be interesting to see what who the main um, who the main wide receiver that they're going to use. Kubiak is is notorious for uh, using one wide receiver uh, almost exclusively. I mean, Andre Johnson put up monster numbers as a as a as a uh, wide receiver in Gary Kubiak's offense in in Houston. Um, so we'll kind of see how how that all plays out. Be interesting to see, um, you know, kind of through the the preseason and everything, what what's going on with that offense with the new offensive system there. Um, officially, finally, Jared Cook has signed with the New Orleans Saints. Two years, $15.5 million, $8 million guaranteed. And that makes just, I mean, that, oh, that Saints offense is just becoming sick. I knew it was already sick. Let's, let's be honest with the, the ability of Kamara. Now, I know they don't have Mark Ingram anymore. I want to see. I would like to see who they bring in. Who's going to be that kind of number two running back behind Kamara, so that they don't just overwork Kamara, you know, into the ground. Although, although they might, they might just you know use him over and over and over again. He was very successful with it at the beginning of the year. And that being said, um, definitely interesting to see what they do there. But adding in a weapon like Jared Cook, who put up a pretty good season with Derek Carr in Oakland. Um, if he's got, you know, a Hall of Famer in a, in a very, very pass-heavy offense throwing to him all the time, uh, it could be a lot of fun to have, uh, to have Jared Cook as your, as your tight end in this, in this uh, upcoming fantasy season. Uh, Doug Peterson said he is optimistic Carson Wentz will be back for OTAs. Um, with the signing of Frank Gore, the Bills have released Chris Ivory. Uh, former teammate of Jordy Nelson says that he will retire. That announcement has almost, a, I don't know if it's officially, officially been made. Um, man, Jordy Nelson, what a, what a beast of a wide receiver. Um, I hated seeing, seeing him come up against Seattle uh, when he was with Green Bay. Just a, a phenomenal wide receiver. A lot of fun to watch. And uh, it's, it's sad to see that he's, uh, he's finally uh, 
finally going as a fantasy player. He's just he was a he was a lot of fun to have on your fantasy teams in his heyday. Uh, the the Los Angeles Chargers, the New England Patriots, and the New York Giants have apparently uh, stated they're very interested in Josh Rosen. Again, if the um, if the Cardinals take Kyler Murray, it's very you know obviously pretty pretty likely that they're going to trade Josh Rosen. I've heard rumors that they have gotten uh, I want to say offered a second round pick for Josh Rosen. I don't think they would take that, or they may have to. We'll see. So very interesting uh, seeing that. Wide receiver Jordan Matthews' production has fallen off a lot since his first three seasons in the league. Um, however, uh, Jennifer Leachin reports that 49ers coach Kyle Shanahan believes that Matthews is better now than he was before. It'll be interesting to see what Jordan Matthews can do in, in the 49ers offense with um, Dante Pettis and... and um, and Goodwin, Marquise Goodwin on the outside. Uh, Jordan Matthews, he's not a burner. He's not an outside guy. He really is. He's a big slot receiver. Um, just too skinny to play tight end. I think that he could have a fairly decent season uh, with a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo throwing to him. So it's very. It'll be very interesting to see what Matthews can do. I'm not. I'm not drafting him. I'm not actively going to go after him. I think he is definitely a. Waiver wire watch guy is the best that I would give for for Jordan Matthews. Uh, sounds like the Bengals want to get an extension done with AJ Green. As for Dalton, I think this is a wait and see year. Bengals think Dalton played great in September before everyone got injured, which is true. I mean, the Bengals they just kind of all fell apart. AJ went down. Um, let's see. Oh, their tight end who they just resigned, Tyler Eifert, went down, but he always goes down. Um, it's just a lot of injuries. Uh, Tyler Croft, their number two tight end, went down. Uh, CJ Uzuma was their main guy for you know over half the season, as far as the tight end goes. And so um, we'll kind of see how that goes. And last but not least, with um, with the Kareem Hunt thing joining the Browns, a lot of people have wondered what is going to happen in that backfield. You've got Duke Johnson, you have um, you have Nick Chubb, and now you have Kareem Hunt, who kind of clouds things up a little bit. Well, Freddie Kitchens, head coach of the um, of the Browns, former offensive coordinator, and before that, former running back coach, he insists that Duke Johnson has a role on the Browns and hints at a wishbone. Now, for those of you who don't know what the wishbone offense is, it is a very old school, old, old school offensive uh, formation where you have the line um, and then you have the quarterback under center. You have a fullback or running back, either way, right behind the quarterback and then split out behind. You have two split running backs behind the fullback. Um, there are a couple different uh, college programs that run a wishbone, and they are mainly option um, teams. Like uh, I want to say Navy, um, the military academies run those kind of offenses. Georgia Tech, I believe, was kind of a 
an option type of offense, wishbone. So definitely interesting thing to see. I, we'll see if, if that's something that actually happens. I really think that Duke Johnson is likely to get moved. And so, um, but I think, you know, I think they'll hold on to him for now, maybe see if they can build up a little bit of draft capital for him. And then from there, uh, you know, maybe they move him, maybe they move Kareem Hunt. I don't know. This is, it's, uh, it's more of a wait and see game. We just don't have enough information yet. So, all right, well, that is it from me. As you can tell, my voice has almost completely disappeared. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. As we move forward over the next few weeks, we are probably going, I'm going to try to get the, a couple of the writers on the show since we have a ton of writers now. As you can see, we have been pumping out content like crazy, putting out like two or three draft profiles every day for the last week and a half. Um, so we're going to try to keep that up. So because of that, I'm going to try to get one or two of the writers on uh, the show each week for the next uh, next couple of weeks as we get up to the NFL draft so we can kind of talk different positions. And, and that's going to be our main focus. We're going to focus on the NFL draft until the draft happens. Once the draft is over, then we'll start kind of moving on to, okay, how are these guys fitting into teams? How are veterans going to be affected? Right now, I'm going to be completely honest. I don't care what's going on with David Johnson or Todd Gurley or any of those players. I don't care right now. Right now, we need to focus on the NFL draft for dynasty players who want to know about the guys coming in. Two, for redraft players who are especially looking at running backs who could be that kind of late-round flyer to go off of. Um, you know, each year over the last few years, there has been a, a running back that has been drafted mid to late rounds that has just come out of nowhere. Um, you know, Nick Chubb, uh, who a lot of people drafted, but he was mainly a waiver wire ad last year. Nick Chubb, let's see, uh, the year or and let's see, the year before was um, the year before was kind of Alvin Kamara, uh, who for the most part went undrafted. Uh, the year before that was Jordan Howard. The year or well, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt was kind of a big name that we all knew to draft, anyways. Uh, you know, the the year before that, um, you know, we were looking at uh, see, Alvin Kamara and Kareem Hunt were the same year. Uh, Jordan Howard the year before that, and uh, David Johnson the year before that. These are guys that went late uh, were expected to be backups, and by the end of the year, they were winning you leagues. So. Those are the kind of guys we want to focus on. So we are, we are basically spending, like I said, the next four weeks focusing on the NFL draft, focusing on what team needs are. And then once we get through the NFL draft, we are really going to knuckle down and start working on uh, draft prep for fantasy drafts, how these rookies are going to affect veterans and that sort of thing. So, um, again, thank you guys for taking the time to listen. We hope that you guys are enjoying the content. Like I said, we are going to push out as much as we can. Uh, hope to uh, hope you guys are uh, continuing to love the show. Uh, and we will talk to you guys again next week. Thank you so much. Hey, Skull King Nation. Thank you for listening to the Skull King Football Podcast. Did you like this episode? If so, be sure to go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube to subscribe. Also, please leave us a rating and reviews to let us know how we can better help you rule your leagues.